Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we share with you what we taught students this past Sunday morning. So today we're looking at uh, Colossians chapter 3. The idea here is, is putting on the new self, that when you become a Christian, you become a new person. You take off the, the old self and you take on this, this new self. Um, if you've accepted Christ as Savior, you're a new person. If your child has made a decision to follow Christ as Savior, they are a new person. Now that's a process. What you would hope for would be this magical moment in which they turn from a... Um, Despicable little heathen. That was probably harsh. Um, from a, and it wasn't. <laughs> parents are going, no, that was just right. From a little sinner who does one they want to do to an angelic little saint that does everything that the Lord would like them to do. That's not exactly how it goes, but it's, a, it's, it's this process. But we're putting off the new self and on um, the new self. And there's three differences um, that this passage points out um, in terms of what it means to, to put on the new self. Um, so if you with me, turn, turn to Colossians chapter 3. Um, the first one is in the first four verses. It says, if then, if, you've, if you have been raised with Christ, seek things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. If you have died, your life is hidden in Christ. Um, when Christ appears, your life then he also will, you also appear with him in, in glory. And so we have this idea of, of putting off of, rather than the ways of the world, putting on the ways of, uh, of, of Christ. And this is symbolized in baptism. We're, we're buried with Christ. We're raised to walk in a new life. And we think about things differently. Our mindset is different. Um, and so helping our children think through the way that God may think through things, the way, through, a, through a biblical grid. Um, and so here's an example of how we can kind of think in, in spiritual terms rather than earthly. Um, that nerdy, annoying, mean whatever kid, kind of fill in the blank, maybe a lost kid who needs Jesus rather than someone who's just supposed to drive you crazy. And so that kid that your kid is complaining about or the coworker that we have might just be someone who is lost and needs Christ. Um, the obstacles that we face may be spiritual warfare. They may be something that is, is used to, to make us mature. That, that pain or, or difficulty that we go through might actually be sent by the Lord to, to make us stronger. Um, the, the remedy to many of our challenges, there's a spiritual element to that. It's not simply a, a, a physical element in this world, but look, there's a, a need to seek the Lord and, and find a, a spiritual answer to, to part of that. Um, the reality is, is that you may not get the particular thing that you want, that spot on the team, that sort of thing, whatever, because you make a statement for Christ. Our world is very becoming much more active about trying to neutralize and eliminate those who are, um, are speaking faith. Um, the the uh, March for Life was this weekend, and one of the announcers that's on TV, often Tony Dungy, is very highly respected, you know, was getting some, some flack and some, some hate because he was going to, to speak at that event. Um, he is generally respected and has done a good job everywhere he is, but they're like, oh, well, if you're going to go to that, 
we have a, we have a difference of opinions or recognize that, that some of those things are there. And so some of those, those moments um, need to be seen with heavenly eyes rather than just earthly. And this is, we, in family discipleship, we talk about time, moments, and milestones. And this is a moment where something comes up that we get an opportunity to be able to speak truth into our, to our child's lives. Um, secondly, um, Colossians uh, 3, 5 to 15, we are to put aside sinful ways and put on godly ways. It talks about these two kind of lists. Therefore, put to death what is in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you were once, you once walked and you were, when you were living in them, but now you must put them away. Anger, wrath, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeking to put on the old self which in, in its practices, and as you have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of our Creator. Jumping down to verse 12, but then as God's holy ones, dearly and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another. If you have a complaint against one another, forgiving one another, as the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive. And so as Christians, we're taking off the old ways and putting on the new ways. And so in your family, think about and talk about how do we kill these ways of the flesh so as to put on the new things. And we know that there's an exchange, right? Your child comes in from outside. They're dirty, they're gross, they're cold, and you're like, all right, let's get you out of the old, out of this old, dirty, cold stuff, and put on something that is new and clean. And so the second, so there's the uh, new attitudes, there's putting on godly ways, and then secondly, thirdly, um, we live for the glory of God rather than our own. These are some of the, some of my favorite verses in Scripture. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another, with living with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, and be thankful in your hearts. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to the Father through him. When we become a new person, our value changes. Our highest value is to give glory and honor to God. And it points here to to two things. The true source of wisdom, that our true wisdom comes from God, and that our reason for rejoicing is because of the work of God. And so you've probably heard that the way that you spend your time and money shows what you really value and, and shows what your, your, highest, your highest values are. And so we must rejoice in and invest in the things that matter most. And so there's a couple questions to, for, you, for you to think about. What do your children see you celebrating most? What do they see you celebrating with your time and your energy? You know, there's moments where, where you're going to be celebrating um, your favorite sports team winning. And as a, I'll just take a little side here. As an Eagles fan, I really enjoyed sitting down and watching the game last night because that was a beautiful thing. If you're a Giants fan, I'm sorry, or, or you're a Cowboys fan or whatever, you know, you know that's, that's fine. I can, I can pray for you. But, but I see me rejoicing that. But do they see me rejoicing more in things of the Lord? Do they see us rejoicing in financial gain, this, this, our leisure, success in sports, the fact that we got a new car, a new bass boat, or whatever? What, what do they see us celebrating most? Or do they see us celebrating the ways that God is at work, the things that He is, is doing? And then lastly, does your decision-making process seek to put God first in all, in all things?
Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.